0: Welcome to TW Now, where we examine today's news and issues in light of the Bible. I'm Scott Winnale. What do you know about the current e cigarette craze? What is vaping or jeweling? Certainly, you've noticed the vape shops that have opened in the last few years. If you're a teenager, chances are that you know about vaping. If you have a teenager in your life, chances are he or she knows about vaping. I can just about guarantee it. E-cigarettes, vaping and juuling have earned a lot of press in the last few years. These non-smoke producing devices almost always pack a powerful hit of nicotine, which we'll talk about, but without some of the more negative side effects of cigarette smoking. At least that's what we're being told. Many teenagers and young adults are now using these devices, even at school and in their classrooms. Many believe them to be absolutely safe. Are e-cigarettes and vaping safe? How should Christians view the use of these modern smokeless cigarettes? There is more to the story than most users think. If you don't use these products, you need to know about them and their inherent risks anyway. Today's returning guests will discuss the topic topic today and they'll provide you with insights that you may not be aware of. I'd like to introduce our returning guests. Mr. Wyatt Saselka is here today. He's visiting from Raleigh, North Carolina. He's a minister and a Tomorrow's World writer. He's spent a great deal of time researching this subject over the last couple of years and has co-authored an article entitled, What Parents Should Know About Vaping. So it's good to have you back with us. Hello. Thank you for making the trip over today. Thank you. Dr. Richard Franz is a chiropractor and a church pastor. He's spent decades studying and teaching about the human body and the effects of personal behavior on the human body. He's also put a great deal of study into how God views health. And he's joining us today via Skype from St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome back, Dr. Franz.
1: I appreciate the opportunity, thank you.
0: For our audience, if you have questions as we talk today, please do feel free to message us and we'll do our best to get to some of your questions, uh, questions that relate to the topic of the day. Also, we encourage you to please subscribe to our YouTube channel, like and share today's program as well. Well, gentlemen let's go ahead and get started and dr franz i'm going to go ahead and pitch this question to you to begin with would you for our benefit please let us know what e-cigarettes are what is vaping what is juuling
1: there's an acronym uh ends it's it stands for electronic nicotine delivery systems and they're battery operated devices uh, that actually have a coil and a wick and they're usually soaked with an oil uh, and they resemble uh, they resemble e-cigarettes or electronic cigarettes from years gone by but now they're they come in different shapes and sizes and a lot of it is uh, the most popular ones it seems are those that are shaped uh, in the form of a USB drive so they're very inconspicuous uh, they they're marketed to to uh, by their more mild uh, odor, as opposed to the obnoxious uh, tobacco smoke. But there's many different devices and there's over s- 460 companies now involved in this business.
0: Okay. Mr. <laughs> uh
2: So, hello um Juul is the, the 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 market leader i think it's around 75 percent market share or something in that range but they're not the only player uh there are many as dr franz mentioned other uh, manufacturers um some names uh, vaporesso surin smoke novo me Pod, smoke uh infinix so as he mentioned they they heat up a liquid i know we'll talk more about the, that later most of these e-cigarettes also contain nicotine salt, which I know we'll talk about later. And of course, that affects the brain and the body and so forth, but it is a, a way to, inconspicuously, a lot of times, without some of the, the harsh effects of a traditional cigarette, get a buzz, get a hit, uh, essentially from nicotine, um, as well as potentially, you know, flavoring agents and things like that.
0: So do most of these e-cigarette devices contain
2: nicotine? Right. So that's something that we were talking about. It's very interesting. Most of them do. And it appears that most of the youth and most of the population still do not know that most e-cigarettes do contain nicotine. I think one of the reports we were looking at uh, from the National Institute on Drug Abuse uh, mentioned that 66 percent of teens thought that e-cigarettes just had flavoring chemicals. Uh, which we need to talk about later in the program, because even just the flavoring chemicals can be toxic and carcinogenic. Um, and about 13% of teens didn't know that they, that they had nicotine. So it seems like there's still a lot of miseducation, and a lot of people don't know that e-cigs contain nicotine, which is very harmful.
0: Okay. Anything else you want to add, Dr. Franz?
1: Well, Mrs. Salka just said that the, the teens are a, are a susceptible audience that they don't know the, the product that they are so get it, they seem to be getting involved with on a, a growing basis. Uh, there's so much unknown about e-cigarettes and vaping and juuling, uh, and it was initially promoted as something that was a safe alternative to cigarette tobacco smoking. And it is safer, but we have to remember that when we compare anything to cigarette smoking tobaccos, uh, we're comparing it to the most deadly lethal uh, avoidable uh, substance known to man almost that it takes so many it takes so many human lives every year so the comparison really isn't a fair comparison but that was been sold to our youth this is a safer alternative well a dog might be bite might be safer than a shark bite but I'm not signing up for either one of them. (laughs)
2: Interesting. And before we go (laughs) move on, um, and good point. um, Maybe we could add that uh, because we're we're asking, you know, we're we're talking about what are Juuls and what are e-cigarettes. I just found it interesting that the Food and Drug Administration, the U.S.-based government agency that manages and monitors, um, you know, food and drugs, they uh, put a moratorium on Juul advertising on social media, and so for parents and and uh, grandparents and uncles and teachers and so forth that might be listening and for teens or anyone who's thinking about vaping. I just think it's a very telling statistic that Juul is reporting a a continued growth in sales. Um, I think, Dr. Franz, didn't you mention you saw something that maybe 20% growth um, perhaps by Juul, that they were going to report um, 20, 25%. And that's, that's, right. that's, that's even with a moratorium on social media advertising. So I know we're going to talk more about the liquids and, and so forth, and, and, but um, what are e-cigs? What is juuling? What is vaping? It's, it's an electronic device and so forth, but it's also something that clearly is very uh, powerful, because even without social media advertising, market share is growing, usage is growing. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: we have to remember, too, uh, or or be aware that a lot of the tobacco industry has money heavily invested in these e-cigarette firms. And tobacco companies are long known for their deceptive advertising to convince people to smoke tobacco, which has been a killer for decades. And now they're buying into this uh, e-cigarette and the vaping and the juuling uh, with billions of dollars and heavily invested. And you have to ask yourself why. And if that company was deceiving me before and had to be brought to court to fess up that their product was a danger to our lives, what is it that's in vaping that's so attractive to them now? And what do I? I need to be on my about my P's and Q's before I get involved with such a thing.
0: Mm. So let's go into this conversation a little bit more deeply. The general question or area that I want to discuss next, or have you discuss with us, is: Are cigarettes, is vaping, juuling really safe? Or and is it even safer than regular cigarette smoking? Let me just share a couple of questions that we have to to get you going, gentlemen. One question from YouTube is. Uh, I've heard that the concentration of nicotine is much stronger in e-cigarettes than conventional cigarettes. Is that true? People are asking whether tobacco, or excuse me, whether nicotine really is dangerous and addictive. And um, another question, this is interesting: Are e-cigarettes equally as bad or worse than regular cigarettes, health-wise? so if you can think about those as we talk about our are, are e-cigarettes really safe why don't we start out with uh,
2: the level of nicotine in them mr Soselka? you want to start with that one um Juul was um putting in about five percent nicotine by weight for quite a while uh, because of of government and, and social pressure they they pulled that back a little bit the other, um, the other manufacturers began at 2 or 3% nicotine by, by weight, but Juul then seems to have, have increased uh, back up closer to 5%. And the other manufacturers are also about 5% as well. Uh, to put that in perspective, you're looking at somewhere between smoking one pack of cigarettes and maybe a pack and a half or two packs of cigarettes. In just of,
0: one cartridge. Out of one cartridge.
2: And what's really, if I could just say one more thing, it, it, it's really, um, you know, Kids youth teens adults it doesn 't matter what age you are. I think this is something that everybody needs to be to, to listen to and be careful to think about, um, because of how they 're manufactured, and because the nicotine is uh, nicotine salt, not free based nicotine, then it 's less um, harsh when you when you take that hit, then you add the flavoring. Uh, um, flavoring chemicals and so forth. So it's very common for people to do an entire jewel pod or, a, or more, and that's the equivalent of a pack of cigarettes or two packs of cigarettes. So, in, in one at one time. It, yeah. at, at one time. And that, it, the stories are very common, you know, if kids or adults just knock out a whole jewel pod. So, you know, poison's poison. But, you know, one puff is not what most people are doing. A lot of people are, are doing a, a, many, many puffs. Okay.
0: That's, that's important to remember that many of these things are the equivalent of one to two packs of cigarettes just in one,
2: what they call, pod. And all, uh, I believe, I have to double check, but uh, even the flavored uh, Juul uh, pods do contain nicotine. There may be one that doesn't, but um, almost all e-cigarettes contain nicotine.
0: Okay. What would you like to add, Dr. Franz? Now, to be fair,
1: is um, when a, a jewel person is taking a puff, they're not getting um, they're not getting the equivalent of a pack of cigarettes with that puff. So they'd have to use that whole pod. Uh, so it'd be like it, if if they do sit down and, and, and smoke or vape the whole pod, yes, then it'd be like sitting down and, and, and having a full pack of cigarettes. It's interesting to note that the, the chemicals that are used in those pods. Are in and of themselves inert they're they're not they're not cytotoxic they don't kill cells until they're heated and that's exactly that's that's what exactly the element that's in the in a vapor or in a, in a joule if there's a heating element that's a coil that's wrapped around the wick that heats that to become a vapor and now all of a sudden you have things like nickel and and lead and cadmium and and other elements uh, that aren't safe anymore and in fact there's a study that says there's teenagers who smoke the e-cigarettes have higher levels of cancer causing agents in their bodies than non-smokers so that's that's telling that what we're introducing to our body isn't isn't harmless at all it's it's a matter of time before we find out this full spectrum of what is uh, going into our bodies when we vape or jewel.
0: so i'm going to just clarify for our audience, if I heard you correctly, what you're saying is a a number of the chemicals that are in these uh, e-cigarettes, oven by themselves, really, they're not dangerous. But when we heat them through the device, which is exactly the way that the device works, then they become quite dangerous.
1: That's right, so what we just said is, so when we use this product properly, we're, we're creating a danger that uh, we, we should have no business introducing to our body.
0: <clears throat> Part of my background is in um, smoking prevention years ago in another life. And there's a saying that is used in that sort of smoking prevention, uh, prevention industry that cigarettes are one of the only products that's legally available that when used as directed will eventually <laughs> kill the user. <clears throat> right. and, and so it's sort of more of the same here.
2: So Sorry. some of those some of those chemicals that Dr. Franz and, and you were, were referencing, not all of them are um, are dangerous. Right. Um, glycerol is a humectant and it helps add moisture to to um, to to the vape the vape, um, the, the vapor. But um, some of the flavorings uh, pr- help, produce uh, chemicals and toxins. And also there's benzoic acid. Uh, in vape juice, which um, the FDA has determined is, you know, is hazardous, uh, formaldehyde, very toxic, very carcinogenic, benzene, acetamide. Um, so there's different um, chemicals in the in the liquid, and many of these are known to be toxic and known to be carcinogenic. So it's in addition to the um, to the nicotine, and one thing that uh, we were talking about. Uh, In preparation for the program was how some of these uh, toxins destroy uh, the healthy tissue healthy cell walls and then on the other hand you have nicotine which inhibits the repair of healthy cell walls and so we're starting to see these um, these problems out there it's all over the news I saw it on NBC News and heard it on the radio where a lot of uh, youth and people are coming down with uh, you know wet lung and throat problems and so forth And it's still new, um, but it it seems like it's connected to vaping.
0: Yeah, we should probably point that out for our audience, too, that we're very aware that the research base on e-cigarettes is pretty shallow right now because it's a very new product. There's new research coming out, it seems like, weekly, and it's not overly encouraging when we look at it some of the research that's being done or the connections that are being made actually are looking back at what we've known for example for decades about some of these other chemicals and what happens when they get into the body including nicotine dr franz with regard to nicotine maybe you could begin talking a little bit about because we had a question about that is there much danger in nicotine i think everybody knows nicotine is highly addictive i mean people put that on par with heroin science puts it on par with heroin in terms of his addictiveness but what are some of the other issues potentially with nicotine health issues
1: well a a big health issue is the development of our brains uh youth uh as a young person our brain continues to develop uh, all all the way through age 25 and a little bit beyond uh, it in it inhibits that it it we uh, we're not able to focus, and nicotine uh, on on some of the research that's out there is really a gateway to other addictive behaviors. So it opens up uh, the, the Pandora's box. Once I'm addicted to nicotine on this, uh, what looks like a an innocuous device that nobody even knows that I have, is really changing the elements of my brain to have me become more addictive to other things that are out there and of course number one concern is will somebody using e-cigarettes then turn around and start using tobacco cigarettes and of course that's a catastrophe we, we want we want to avoid at all costs
0: in fact I think did you have a study um, we are we we read a study earlier right. that had to do with the risk of uh, developing smoking behavior Yeah, I think
2: I found it here. Start smoking within six months. So teen e-cig users are more likely to start smoking. Um, E-cig users are 30% more likely to start smoking within six months. Um, Than than, kids who don't smoke. Than those who don't smoke. And again, also to repeat what I said earlier, a lot of teens don't know that nicotine is even part of of, of the e-cig formula. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's it's dangerous on its own. But it's also a gateway. Any other thoughts about nicotine or? Um, I, yeah, I just you know. So w- 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 I was talking to somebody a couple of weeks ago, and they said, "Well, what what you know? If God made tobacco plants, what 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 are they for? Um, you know, God made lots of things. It doesn't mean we should eat everything that God made or drink everything God made." And I just happened to know the answer to that question because uh, you and I had, had researched this for an article a, a while ago. And uh, so for our audience, what, was, what were tobacco and what was nicotine uh, originally used for you know, in the industrialized world to kill bugs, <laughs> poison, insecticide? In the 17th and 18th century, all the way up through World War I and World War II, uh, nicotine was known as, as really uh, the most effective and potentially the, the deadliest and most harmful to, to, to animals pesticide known to Western civilization. So now we're taking that same thing that kills bugs and was known to be harmful to animals and we're, you know, we, you know, society is is willing to, to smoke it. Um, after World War II, uh the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, banned nicotine as a uh, pesticide because why? It was too harmful to animals. Now, of course, it's high dosages and so forth. But still, um, what's nicotine good for? Uh, killing uh, killing bugs. Um, just a couple medical terms, and you gentlemen probably know this better than me, but uh, what is nicotine? Uh, what are some side effects? Increased risk of blood clots, peptic ulcers. We're reading lots of accounts of people developing ulcers that are juuling that are and vaping. Uh, lung spasms, changes your heart rhythm, messes with your brain. It does give you a sense of uh, heightened awareness that's sort of the buzz but um, it also prohibits and inhibits the repair of cell walls and as i mentioned earlier some of the flavorings destroy cell walls it's very dangerous very dangerous
0: depresses the immune system increases risk of certain kinds of cancers right so other thoughts about um the safety of e-cigarettes dr franz
1: The safety of e-cigarettes—it's like Mr. Soka just said. There is uh, this is a, a new territory for us, and the research is uh, is really fluid, and you have to be very careful on who you read and where, who's uh, sponsoring the research that you read. Uh, everything that you said is is accurate and and pretty complete, but the, I think the bottom line is uh, it, it should perk up our ears that again. Um, The tobacco industry a lot of tobacco industry rj phillips uh, and and rj reynolds and and phillips morris are 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 backing this industry and it has to give us pause to say wait a minute uh they didn't treat us so well in their last venture called cigarettes um there's something going on here and maybe maybe i should decide against this uh at least until there's more research and long-term data that's available
2: I mean, Joule was founded in two thousand and fifteen, I believe and we 're not just beating up on a particular manufacturer, but they 're the most well known and um, they were founded in two thousand and fifteen. I believe in two thousand and eighteen they reached two billion dollars as a, as a company um, i mean that's that 's huge, so um, what should we that was the revenue, not just market share revenue of two billion dollars um, as as mr Weston Gerald Weston has kind of you know, warned uh, in, in in articles and sermons, you know we should kind of take pause um, at, uh, at at becoming part of, of that when when a company has grown from nothing to two billion dollars. we should ask ourselves, you know um, what's behind that you know is is money and capitalism and wealth and greed behind that are, do, are these savvy, savvy marketing people and so forth? And um, if you're a young person or an adult. Um, you know, ask yourself: Do you want to give your money to a multi-billion-dollar industry when there's nothing helpful or or healthful in an e-cigarette? It's it's not helpful; it's it's harmful.
1: I have, I have from the Huffington Post, uh, just to piggyback on what you just said, Mrs. Silka, uh tobacco giant Ultra, who used to be Philip Morris bought 35% stake in Juul this is December 2018 the 35% stake in Juul cost them 12.8 billion dollars so to your point and then some
0: more right uh, they they see something there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well let's let's push forward a little bit we've talked about health risks and, and certainly there are plenty of them and we we you guys have just sort of touched the surface there's a lot more out there Give science another year or two, and there will be even more. But what about the Bible? I mean, we go to the Bible. I, I don't think I've found a verse in the Bible that says, thou shalt not vape. What What is the Bible's perspective, Mr. Soselka? we'll start with you, on this whole concept of e-cigarettes and vaping?
2: Um. There's there's so much we could say. You know, one point I'd like to make is um, we're not to put anything before God. Uh, The first commandment, no other gods before God. Um, Of course, we're not to lie. The ninth commandment, don't lie. Um, You know, we're not to covet. We're not to steal. Um, So often, especially the youth, um, they will find themselves uh, purchasing, you know, vape e-cigs without their parents' permission. Well, that's breaking, you know, you're supposed to honor our, our father and mother. Um, sometimes they'll be redirecting money to, to, uh, to buy, you know, to support their habit.
0: Redirecting money, what do you mean? Maybe
2: an allowance or, or their parents think they're spending money on lunch or clothes, but they're actually buying, you know, e-cigarettes. So <clears throat> there's a lifestyle that seems to surround and be part of, of, of e-cigarettes and juuling and vaping, that, that raises a lot of questions for a Christian. If you become addicted to something and you're coveting that, you're breaking one of the Ten Commandments, you're breaking many of the Ten Commandments. Anything that we crave, um, if, we, if we crave it more than things that are good for us, if we crave it more than a relationship with God, if it becomes an addiction, then it becomes an idol. So, we, we'll, I know we'll talk some more, but I would just caution all of our viewers that vices, you know, back in the old days, they talked about vices. We don't use the word vice anymore very much. But anything that's an addiction or a vice can very easily become an idol, something you covet. You're putting it before God. The next thing you know, you're hiding and, and, and stealing and cheating and disarming your parents and sneaking around and so forth, and you're, you're obsessed with this idol. It's an idol of the heart. So we'll talk more, but um, that is to me one of the biggest dangers because it is addictive. Nicotine is more addictive than cocaine, more addictive than heroin. One more comment. I was talking to somebody. um, Gram for gram, I think. Gram for gram. Gram for gram. I was talking to somebody recently, and and they they, they had beat cocaine, they'd beat heroin. This this person, I think God is working with them, and and they're they're a recovering addict. They cannot give up tobacco. Wow. You know.
1: Dr. Franz. the, the, the definition of an addict is one that becomes a slave to a habit-forming substance, be it heroin, nicotine, alcohol, whatever it is. And scripture tells us we can't serve two gods. We obey the God, the, the one that we become a slave to is the one that we obey, and there is only one God. Uh, to give ourselves over to an addictive substance, uh, we, 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 we think we're going to... I think we're the ones that are able to I'll, i could do both uh i could i could worship god but i i just need this this uh cigarette and galatians 5 talks about the fruits of the holy spirit and one of those mentioned is self-control uh, when i'm an addict to something I'm not I'm not controlling myself anymore. I'm control this substance I, I've taken into my body. Uh I've allowed it to control me. Um and then like we talked about earlier, First Corinthians six nineteen, uh that the our body is the temple of God's Holy Spirit, and it is not our own. That means we can't treat it any way we desire. Uh we have to take care of this. It is it is the temple of God which should be awe-inspiring just hearing that if no matter how how often that we've heard that scripture read to us
0: Mm. well that that scripture though sort of goes against much of the modern notion today doesn't it a lot of people think well this is my body as long as I'm not hurting anybody else sort of get out of my business and let me do what I want to do and you're suggesting that that's not the way God thinks
1: that's not the way God thinks at all. God thinks God thinks he owns us. He's He sent his son, his only son, and he came to this earth and he died for us while we were yet sinners. We've been bought and paid for. That would be like taking something home from the electronics store and, and they only give you 98% of the product. Well, it doesn't work without the other 2%. Well, if you bought it, you own it. God bought and paid for us. He owns us. Hmm.
2: Mr. Selkow. Um, d- you know, a couple quick comments. Uh, as you gentlemen are talking about 1 Corinthians, I just want to read it for the audience uh, from the Bible here, 1 Corinthians 6, uh, 19, just to read it, um, it's what, what you're saying, you do not, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, um, who is in you, from whom you have, uh, whom you have from God, and you are not your own, verse 24, you were bought at a price, Therefore, therefore glorify God. Um, so we were bought by price. God, God owns us. Um, I just wanted to also add that in 1 Corinthians 6, and I, it's chap- uh, chapter 6, verse 12, um, we're told that just because something is, is legal doesn't mean that it's something that, that is helpful or something that we should necessarily do. And um, society might legalize all kinds of things. Society has legalized many things that are contrary to, to God's law, contrary to what's good for us. Um, Again, 1 Corinthians 6.12, just because something is lawful according to the laws of society doesn't mean it's helpful or good. So let's not um, fall into that trap either. Before Christ returns, I'm sure there'll be all kinds of horrible things that will be legalized. There already are. Doesn't mean we should go do them. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, it's interesting, too. If we just read a little bit further in 1 Corinthians 6.20, it says, Glorify God in your body. So we can, that principle, we can use every day of our life to make a decision. Should I do this or shouldn't I? And the question would be then, is this going to glorify God? And if the answer is uh, either neutral or negative, we said, no, let, when in doubt, don't. Uh, we don't need this. It has no redeeming values. We've been doing fine without it. And it's, it's, it's a big company that's behind all of this and wants to take control of what is already God's.
2: Uh, you know revelation twenty <clears throat> one we've mentioned this on past TW now programs. I know some of our audience will know where i 'm going, but revelation twenty one <clears throat> and let's see around verse eight, I believe, uh, says that uh, outside of the the New Jerusalem, so outside of god's kingdom, uh, these are those who will not be in the kingdom of God. Um, are people who have not repented of these various sins. And one of these sins is um, sorcery. And as we've talked about before, I think most people now are kind of, many people are familiar with this. You can look it up in a Greek concordance, and that's pharmakeia, which can mean drugs or or pharmaceuticals, illegal or harmful drugs. And um, so there are references even in Revelation to people who have not repented of, of these sins Um, not being in God's kingdom, and one of those sins is drugs. I mean, God doesn't want us to put anything before Him, especially for harming our body, if we don't understand, like you gentlemen are mentioning that our body is owned by Him. Um, How can God say to us, welcome into my kingdom, but yet you've been hurting yourself, and you're putting something before me? He says He won't have us in the kingdom if that's our attitude. Mm
1: -hmm. And again, going back to what Paul writes, he talks about it. can we're competing for a prize and he says be temperate in all things exercise self-constraint if something's pleasurable and scripture tells us sin is pleasurable for a time if something's pleasurable doesn't mean that it's from god Uh, we are to we are we are fighting for an imperishable crown Uh, we don't want to take any chances we don't want anything to be altering our mind in a way that uh, would be detrimental to us not only on our everyday life and how we interact with people but our prayer life our bible study our meditation time uh, what are we thinking about during that time are we thinking about where we're getting at our next hit or are we thinking about the things of god
2: mm-hmm. yeah and just and remember you know as we'll mention on the program sometimes that Uh, Scripture says that Satan is the God of this age, and he's also the father of lies. As it says, he's the father of lies in John 8, uh, John eight forty four. 44. Just be careful. I think all of us, myself included, we need to be careful about what the media tells us. Um, You know, if 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 big industry is making billions of dollars um, and we know that Satan is, is is influencing this age so much uh, we just need to be careful. Um, anything that that drives a wedge between us and good health, us and prayer, us and thinking about God, us and meditating on good things, that's also driving a little bit of a wedge between us and God. Mm-hmm. So an, an addiction will do that. Harming mm-hmm. our bodies uh, is contrary to God's desire for us. We have to remember that Satan is the one behind all of this.
0: Okay. Well, gentlemen, we need to bring this to a close. But before we do, <clears throat> I would like to ask you, And we'll start with you, Dr. Franz. What kind of takeaway would you like to leave our audience with today regarding our conversation about e-cigarettes and vaping?
1: Well, I think I I want to stick with the Apostle Paul as he was writing to Timothy and to Titus. He was telling them both uh, leadership in a church, people in God's church should be sober-minded. Wives should be reverent, not slanders, temperate older men should be sober reverent and temperate what does that mean sound in mind self-controlled having control of their facilities god has given us that we should not give that up for anything whether people are paying us or we're paying them again like we said earlier we are gods and he we're bought and paid for we should we should maintain that control of our hearts and our minds for the good and the edification of what god's purposes is for us don't don't give that up it's it's so precious and once it's given up it's so difficult to get back so if you haven't sorted any of these bad habits that we've talked about today absolutely positively don't uh go to your pastor go to your mom and dad and ask them for support that if you're being pressured from your peers go to them and, and have them help you to uh to really get solid, solid in God's word and your beliefs, because if you're trying to avoid these things, you're doing the right thing. Hang in there.
2: Mm. Mr. Silke. Uh You know, God wants us to be a special chosen people. <clears throat> he wants us to, to, we're special to him. He wants us to be a little different and we're owned by him. And so to add on to what Dr. Franz said, if you're struggling if there's temptation if you're addicted if you're fighting peer pressure um, if you're the father or mother or uncle or aunt of someone who's who's fighting with addiction of any sort Hebrews chapter 4 is a uplifting chapter and down around verses 15 and 16 uh, it tells us that we we have a compassionate high priest and we should go to him we should go to God go to Jesus Christ that Jesus Christ was tested in all points we understand that you know vaping wasn't available back in Jesus Christ's time and you know two thousand years ago. but there were addictions, and people were sinning and mm-hmm. and he he had he had to live above reproach. He lived perfectly, he never sinned. And he can sympathize because he he experienced life, right? He experienced life without sin. so hebrews four fifteen sixteen, Go to God in prayer, as Dr. Fonz mentioned, you know, talk to a pastor, um, you know, if, if you need help from a, a, a counselor, um, you know, medical you know, help, you know, don't neglect that as well. But go to God in prayer and say, you know, help me to have the strength to avoid this. I don't want to get addicted in the first place. It's much harder to get, you know, to, to break the habit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you are struggling with addiction, uh, ask God for help. And, and he, he can help you overcome anything. He, he really can. That's the power of God and Jesus Christ living in you.
0: Mr. Selka, thanks for those comments, and thank you for being on the program again today. Thank you. Dr. Franz, thank you, sir. Thank you for the time you gave us today and for your insights. Thank you, my pleasure. E-cigarettes and vaping were originally developed as a less dangerous alternative to smoking for those who are addicted to cigarettes. At least that's what we've been told and we've discussed. They were never intended as safe alternatives to smoking. We've seen today that these electronic cigarettes are still dangerous and hazardous to one's health. They still lead to an increased risk of heart disease, and they still carry all the risks of nicotine consumption, including addiction, acting as a gateway drug to traditional cigarettes, cancer risk, and even memory damage for youth. Nicotine and some of the other chemicals present in e-cigarettes do harm the body, the entity, as we've talked about, that the Bible calls the temple of God's Holy Spirit. And as we've just discussed, it's something God says clearly belongs to him. The credible research on e-cigarette use is just beginning to come in. More dangerous findings are sure to come. To learn more about addictive substances and why we use them, we encourage you to read our article, Why We Get High. And you can see that link on your screen right now. We do encourage you to read that. It's free and it's a quick read, but it will be very informative. For more biblical insights into today's news and pressing issues, we encourage you to join us each week here on TW. Now, Next week, we plan to go in a little bit different direction and answer the critical spiritual question, who is burning in hell? You won't want to miss it. Again, we invite you to be sure to subscribe, to like, or to share today's program. And again, see you next week.